Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Oh, wow. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Noble Father podcast. Today is December the 18th, 2023, and uh, I first wanted to give a shout out to my dad. Happy birthday, dad. Uh, If it wasn't for your bravery in leaving China all those years ago, I wouldn't be sitting here today. And I just wanted to say congratulations on hitting 65 years. Now you can qualify for all the benefits of old folks menus and, and, uh, yeah, different perks now being 65. And I know I just said bye to you, but, uh, you know, this is for everybody to know today is my dad's birthday. 65 years of age and uh you know interesting yesterday uh, we celebrated together did a dinner uh as a family uh you know made some chicken thighs and some steak and some rice you know you know what's a meal without rice for us asians you know um and um you know as we as we we finished cleaning up my brother sat down and they just attended a uh a, few, a memorial service for my third aunt uh, who passed away, um, you know, about a month ago. And um, my brother said that he had some conversations with the aunts and, and about about my grandpa on my mom's side. And, and um, he shared a story about how um, my grandpa was a, a bit of a jerk. He, his word was P.O.S., uh, so you can assume what you can guess what those words mean. And, um, you know, because my, my mother is the, uh, the fifth daughter. And so when they had the fourth, the fourth daughter, um, my grandpa was, uh, quite upset, livid that my grandmother was not giving him a son. And he threatened to leave the family if my grandmother did not bear a son for, you know, for this next child, which was my mom in the belly. And, you know, threatened to, threatened, wanted to get rid of the baby, which was my mom in the belly. And so you can imagine, um, you know, hearing that story, you know, when I heard this story yesterday, you know, the gravity of it was like, so many things could have happened where I would not be doing this right now. I would not be sitting here right now. And yet God had greater plans. God knew, you know, obviously they had the baby they had my mom and, you know, the, the upbringing that my mother had as the youngest daughter, um, before the brothers came after her, um, 
she is essentially the youngest. I, th- I think I've said this before on podcast episodes. And, um, you know, it's, uh, she was, she was the one that the other four sisters relied upon to, for education. She would, she was the one that got to go to school and the pressures and things that were going on at home and Hong Kong at that time and place was not very well off. Um, you know, my, my, her family was, you know, the bottom of the barrel scrapers, you know, they, they ate the leftovers of all the company workers that my grandma cooked for. And so all they had was everything else and, uh, not very well off. And so the pressure on my mother was insane. And you know, you guys have heard me talk about the dishwasher thing, right? Where she rides on me and, 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 and tells me that this could have been done so much better can imagine what my mom went through as a child and into her adult years and so there's this distance that my mom feels towards her family and um you know when I talk about making sense of trauma making sense of childhood you know when I look at my father and my mother's life they they went through it and that's what I encourage my friends and people that I speak to those with trauma too of like, hey, like what would be the compassionate perspective to look at the situation that you're going through right now, right? Maybe your parents went through the same thing. Maybe they went through something way worse than you. Maybe they were abused as a child. Maybe they were neglected as a child. Maybe circumstance had it so, you know, maybe maybe your grandfather went to war and didn't come back. Like maybe that had something to play in there of why you're feeling this trauma that you are feeling now. And, and to take a compassionate route, because, you know, if, if, if everybody had a choice and everybody could choose to not go through those things, absolutely they would. They wouldn't want to go through those things. Like why would they subject themselves to it, right? Some of the things that people go through, you wouldn't even want your worst enemies to undergo. And so, you know, in starting out this podcast, you know, I'm very grateful uh, of the life that I, I have right now, of the parents that I have right now. And I'm definitely going to tell my mom and dad about this episode, you know, and, 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 you know, mom and dad, thank you, right? I appreciate you and I love you. And, and I know I probably don't say that enough, but I appreciate everything that you do for me and for my family and for our family uh, as a whole and just the amount that you guys give all the time coming over and taking care of us and providing for us um, I'm I'm very lucky to have parents like you and you set the example for me to be a better father and to be the best father that I can be and also to spread the love that you give me to other fathers out there and so I wouldn't be doing this work if it wasn't for you. And I wanted you to, to know that. Um, this past week, uh, had something very interesting happen to me. Uh, and, and it's going to form the basis of this, of this episode with you all. Um, you know, Christmas season is around the corner and, we had been looking for a gift for my son for a long time. And this gift in particular, uh, we were looking to get him a Nintendo Switch. And 
you know, so we've been scouring marketplace and all in, you know, all in the favor of wanting to save some money and being diligent and prudent with our money. Um, you know, how we spend our money, you know, buying a brand new switch at Costco, I believe the price was like four ninety nine, which, you know, it's a lot to stomach. We, we got a bunch of, uh, you know, Costco cards from, you know, a, a, a mobile device purchase that we, we needed to upgrade our devices. And so we got a couple of those cards, but, you know, even stomaching spending, you know, 500 something bucks on a Nintendo switch for my son was a lot to, to, to stomach. And that kind of put us in a position to want to look at the marketplace. And um, so Thursday morning, I was scouring the internet and on, 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 on Facebook marketplace and came across this one post and, and, um, you know, maybe because it was in the morning and I wasn't thinking clearly, my mind was kind of all over the place. And, um, there were a bunch of things that we, we needed to do. We, we needed to go to Ikea to take care of some stuff. And, um, and so we already kind of had the plans to want to go out and I'm setting the stage for what's happening, you know, what is going to happen. So I had a conversation with the person, messaged and said, hey, is this available? And, you know, fairly quickly reached back out to me and said, yes, it's available. I got a few people who are interested. Um, they want to pick up later today after 3 p.m. Yeah. Nothing nothing amiss about that. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm very interested. Like I, I'm, I'm about to head out, the, head out of the house and I want to go. I'm going to go drop off my wife or whatever. You know, very trusting. You know, I'm a I'm a very trusting person and and. And, and I think that was maybe my biggest fault is that I was too trusting and wasn't thinking clearly, wasn't being present. And, you know, when I look back on the whole scenario, it's like, it's like sin. God always, the Bible says God gives us a way out of our sin. Like he gives us an avenue to escape and walk away from it. And, and you either take it or, you, you know, or then, or, or you, or, or it births into sin. Like you, you fall into a trap and, you know, it's like the warning signs are there and yet you kept walking and then you, you, you sin. And so I, I was, you know, feeling that urgency, scarcity, right? The person was like, Hey, yeah, I got a few people who are coming to pick it up at uh, 3 PM. Um, you know, and I was like, you know, I was available, you know, as an entrepreneur, I was able to make my own time. And because we were head out, head out for errands anyways, I, I, I was already like, I'm, I'm heading out anyways. Like, you know, am I able to meet you? And they're like, well, you know, what I can do is I can, you know, take my lunch break and, um, come to you. And, and, and meet you at my house. And, and I was like, you know, sure. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I wouldn't mind that. Right. Um, and I was kind of like, I was, I was already, I already knew what that meant. Right. It meant that I needed to give some kind of assurance, you know, some kind of a deposit and, 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 and I messaged before she responded saying, Hey, like, yeah, I need an assurance. I'm not wasting my lunch break. And, and I was like, you know, well, how much is, how much is, you know, how much should the deposit be? And, you know, <laughs> and as I tell my, this story to my friends, you know, a lot of them were like, uh, yeah, like that's just, that's too much to pay for a deposit. Um, I ended up paying half and this is an embarrassing story. This is very, very, uh, yeah, it is embarrassing to talk because I feel stupid. I feel like an idiot and I felt like I wasn't being present and I paid the price for it. Um, you know, at the time that I, and, and, and I was like, so I'll just continue the story. I, I, I look at their profile and 
their profile is brand new and there's no posts on it. But for whatever reason, in that scarcity and in that urgency, and I saw the post wasn't, you know, the person wasn't, you know, was brand new and whatnot. But just the way that they were talking and and maybe I got completely fish hooked. I don't know how, I don't, I still look back and I'm like, man, I was very, very not present. And, um, and I was like, hey, like, are you able to confirm your identity with me? Like, I noticed your profile is, is there's nothing on it. And, and, um, and their response to me was like, yeah, it's a private account. And I don't, you know, I don't share a lot of my stuff on there. And I just believed them. Like, I don't know what came over me. I just believed them. And just went straight to sending an e-transfer, just feeling that urgency needing to do this for my child or wanting to do this for my child. And, and I sent the half and it was amazing how quick it was. This person didn't respond anymore. I messaged and I said, Hey, I sent it to you. And the person was gone already. And, you know, at the time I was on a, on a Bible study call with uh, some friends in Cincinnati and, and I was visibly upset You know, I was angry, uh, quite livid. Um, and my wife was like doing dishes, you know, after the dropping off the kids and, and, um, you know, right away I was like, uh, babe, like I, I, I just got, I think I just got scammed and she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like 120 bucks, you know, the Nintendo switch one. And she's like, oh man, it was hard to say that it was hard to reveal that to her and give her that information. And I was so upset but at the same time i was on this bible study call on zoom and i didn't want to hold on to that resentment and i was so angry i was so frustrated i was so upset why anybody could do something like this and but then at the same time i was also upset at myself of like how stupid were you like how many of these red flags did you need before you finally realized that this was this was bound to happen that you openly walked into a stupid trap and and I was angry. I was, I was, I was very upset. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I can't hold on to this. I can't. Nothing I do, nothing I feel, nothing that I, I get as angry as I wanted. What was I gonna? What was I gonna do? What was I? What was I possibly going to do? You know, given the the way that it all unfolded, the, the the circumstances, and you know, in that moment, I remember becoming very present, and thinking to myself, I was like, God, please take these feelings from me. I, 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 I pray that this money blesses this other person, regardless of what they did, regardless of why they did it, that it would bless them. And immediately felt this lightening of my burden. This, this, it was completely taken away from me. And, and I, and I no longer felt this anger within me. And, and I was like, you know, what a lesson to learn at 120 bucks. Better to learn this lesson at 120 bucks than to learn it at who knows how many figures. Um, it was a good reminder to be present, right? Anyways, this, this, the story continues because it gets, it gets better. So as I'm on the Bible study, at the end of it, you know, everybody says goodbye. And, you know, there's kind of three of us there. And I was like, Hey, like I was, uh, you know, one of them was like, Hey, like, are you okay? I saw you look visibly upset. 
and, uh, you know, I revealed to them that I got scammed and, and, um, you know, it's upsetting. It was, it was very upsetting. And, and, uh, and that guy had to jump off. And so it was just me and another, another friend of ours out in Florida. And, and, uh, you know, he was just very curious about me, about how I was doing and, and, um, and so, you know, he was asking about my business and what do I do and about Noble Father and, hey, how do you get paid and do you have a PayPal link and all this stuff. And as we're conversing and, and you know, he, out of his, out of generosity and out of care and, and genuine, um, you know, genuine care for us, you know, sent me 200 US dollars, which it was like a roller coaster hour, you know, in the morning of just going through that, getting scammed, the emotions of it, giving it up to God, and then finishing the Bible study, and then having this brother blessing us this way, you know, and then telling my wife, like, babe, like, somebody just gave us, you you know, gave us some money, you know, more than what we just got scammed for, man, like, I can't tell you what that, what that felt like in my heart, like, it, you know, you go from this place of hopelessness and devastation. I say devastation over 120 bucks, but you kind of understand what I mean of like feeling all this emotion, riding this up and down, get to this really low and then also get to this high and felt incredibly blessed and grateful in that moment. Just like so, so incredibly blessed. And, um, and to know that I had this support in my corner that if anything were to happen, it gave me this reassurance that, man, Lord, like you have these people in my life for a reason. And so, and that's not even the, the end of the story. Um, so my day continues and I, and I feel like in my heart, I was like, you know, I don't want other people to fall for this, fall for this victim, this trap. And there's resistance in me to post about it because it's so embarrassing. And, you know, people on the internet are very, very, you know, Candor is high. They'll speak their mind. You know, keyboard warriors who just like to rip into people online, toxicity, whatever. I didn't care about those things. You know, I'm pretty secure in my identity. I don't, I don't, I don't care what people say. I'm pretty thick-skinned, right? You can, you know, I'll laugh with you, you know. And so, you know, I, I felt moved to go onto Reddit and on the Vancouver subreddit. If you don't know what Reddit is, Reddit is like a website that has a forum, and um, and they're you know specific to you know, a certain topic, Vancouver has one. Um, and, um, so I went on there and I just typed out a lengthy post about what I did and, and the lesson that I learned and, you know, kind of warning other people about the same thing happening and the feedback from that post, man, that post went viral. Um, and man, so many people saw it. Um, it was kind of crazy actually. Um, and, and I essentially just like posted, everything that I went through, uh, to other people. Um, yeah, it, w- it went out to like 145,000 people saw it, uh, got up, up, upvoted, got shared 77 times and people shot ca- comments and stuff. And, and like Friday night, somebody reached out on Reddit. Actually, a few people re- reached out on Reddit and like, Hey, you know, the, the very first one actually, um, was like, hey, I want to, I want to bless you with my Nintendo Switch, and um, 
you know, from whenever you get scammed to this happening, you know, everything that's unfolded already in the morning. Um, and then somebody on the, on, on, a, on, a, on a platform randomly just reaching out to you and saying, Hey, I want to bless you with a free Nintendo switch. I don't play with it anymore. You know, whatever, not even asking to, to be paid just like, Hey, like I want to give this to you. I want to bless this with, I want to bless your son with this gift, man. Like faith in humanity was like restored, you know, within me. I, I obviously in the morning I, it was already restored. I already knew God, like I know God, I know where he's, I know who he is. I know what he is capable. I know the assurances that he's given me. I, my faith is in him. My faith is not in humanity, but you know, to have a stranger, to have a friend do this for me in the morning and then to have a stranger do this for me later in the afternoon. Like I, I had no words. Like we were beyond blessed. Like, you know, after the, after the friend sending the money, I was already feeling beyond blessed. I just wanted to go bless other people. I just wanted to, you know, do this for so many people and, you know, interacted with this person, reached back out. The only reason I reached back out to this person was like, because the person's username was, I'm not going to say the whole username, but it said arm bars, arm bars in the, uh, in the username and arm bars, if you don't know, is something we do in jujitsu. And I saw the name and I was like, <laughs> like if it was anything else, I probably wouldn't have responded. I didn't want to get scammed again. I don't want to, it wasn't the point of the post. It wasn't to get something out of that. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for that um to be blessed that way i i just really wanted to be educational and i wanted to show other people what i went through and be realistic and honest with what i went through so that other people don't get screwed out of their hard-earned money on christmas season and and so I had this conversation with her you know it was her and it just messaged with her and and um that was amazing it turned out she was from she was from China and, you know, she did jujitsu too. And, and what was crazy is that she did jujitsu in the gym that I train at now 10 years ago, which it was, it, to me, it wasn't a coincidence. This was totally a God thing for me. I was like, wow, like what are the chances, you know, almost as I made up, made a, made a friend out of this. Right. And she just was so adamant about giving us this gift and, you know, and I'm a person who likes to speak honestly, right? And, you know, talking to my wife, conversed with her. And I told her about the response and the comments and people reaching out and saying, wanting to bless us with this. She was moved to tears. My wife was moved to tears because, you know, wow, like this overflowing of blessing all of a sudden, you know, we, you know, I deserve to get scammed. You know, let's just be real. I felt like I deserved to get scammed. Like I wasn't present and I wasn't being smart and I didn't see the red flags and I didn't listen to the red flags. I didn't listen. I didn't slow down to feel what was in my heart and my spirit. And so, yes, did I deserve to get scammed? Absolutely. But to have all these things happen too, I definitely didn't feel like I deserved that either. Um, so, you know, I didn't know how I, I didn't know how she would feel if, and this was something my wife and I were thinking about was like, like we're beyond blessed for us to go and pick up this switch and we're driving what we drive when we drive a Tesla, you know, and, 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 you know, I was, I was real with her. I messaged her and I was like, Hey, you know, like, I don't know how I feel about picking this up in a Tesla. I gave her the con context, like, you know, we 
in 2019, there was a, a moment where our business was actually doing well. This is when I was running my digital marketing agency. We were looking to change our vehicle, and it just made sense for us financially to do that. This was before the pandemic pandemic hit and, you know, we fell on hard times again. And, um, you know, did we regret getting the Tesla? No, we didn't. But, you know, it is what it is. Just gave that context because it's very real. I, I'm very trusting of people. I'll give the information, you know, and, and I want to be courteous to other people. And I want to be genuine about who we are. I don't want to give out the false illusion that of, of, of any of that. And it was so beautiful the way that the person chose to respond. She was like, you know, it's not in my, it's not in my, it's not, it's not my role and my responsibility to judge you uh, for what, for anything, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what you drive. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter how opulent your life is. Uh, I, it doesn't change what I want to do still. <laughs> and I was speechless. This, you don't have to do this for me. You don't have to do this for us. And yet, as we engaged and, and I was like, hey, like, you know, I, I, uh, we, she was okay with it. I, you know, we felt in the moment that um, we would be okay with it. And I, and I said, hey, like, I, I'd love to pick up tomorrow. And we arranged a time. And, and I was like, hey, I want to shake your hand. I want to, you know, you know, be a friend. And, um, and so we went meet up and she, you know, ended up blessing us with this gift. And, um, you know, she shared an exchange of saying, Hey, like, you know, um, the gym that we train at, uh, you know, is Marcus Sora's gym in, in, in Maple Ridge, Langley in Vancouver. And I was like, Hey, like, you know, Marcus is definitely going to remember you. And, um, She's like, nah, like such a long time ago. I was only in there for for a few, and because um, it just so happened that 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 Friday was our grading, so where we you know get get tested and to see you know how we progress and you know to earn stripes or to earn belts. And uh, before the grading, I went to to Marcus. And I was like, hey, do you remember this person? And um, and and then to Dana. Also, Dana is 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 Marcus's partner. Um, wife and 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 I was like hey like do you remember this person they both remembered her and and of course I knew that I had no doubt that they remembered they're just great people um in the BJJ community uh here in Vancouver and I was like hey like you do you know them and she's like yeah we remember them and I saw it was a great way it was a great message to send back to her like hey they totally remember you like they spoke very highly of you and all this stuff and and um and and so you know, yesterday, um, looking back at the post again, um, you know, local TV station wanted to reach out and say, hey, like, we wanted to do a story or thing. Obviously, they haven't got back to me, but, you know, it's just the feedback from even just being vulnerable and stepping out into the unknown and being like in the discomfort to really want to serve other people. Man, like, we came away with more than we anticipated from getting scammed and, and, um, and so, you know, I wanted to give my warning to you is that be careful about, be careful when you're impulsive, urgent, and somebody puts you in a position of scarcity. The scarcity is that saying, oh, there's a few people who want to pick up at 3 p.m. Um, it kind of stokes you to like, oh, I need to, I need to do this quickly, you know, 
it's kind of scammy marketing. Scummy, scummy marketing is like creating in you a scarcity and saying, oh, there's only three things available. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of people who are interested and um, there's only three left. So it's a good deal. So get on it. And that lack of presence really screwed me over. And, and I would say, right, the lessons that I learned truly, deal, if a deal is too good to be true, it probably is. And obvi obviously, I, I didn't do, I didn't live certain protocols with this. Never send money before you've seen the product in person. Regardless of what the deposit they're asking for, no matter how realistic it may look, the the messages that were sent to me, man, like I I I'm very trusting, and the way that the the messages were written, obviously these people know what they're doing. They know how to they know how to get people to do certain things and you know smooth their way you know around, and um, yeah, and. <clears throat> don't be afraid to call the bank too, right? And let them know about the situation because, you know, you can they can look into the account. And that's what we ended up doing was putting in a claim for the loss prevention department and telling them about what happened because I wanted to help other people not get, not feel the same way that I did, right? You know, because I have God and I, I have a reassurance from him. And if I didn't, if I wasn't on the Bible study, man, I don't know who, what I would have done. I don't know how angry I would have been, how it would have ruined my day. Um, you know, and so, you know, to have that assurance is is different. And I didn't want other people to feel that. And I didn't want other people to go through what I went through. Um, definitely look out, you know, the, if it's a new account, you know, with nothing on it, look elsewhere. Like, it, it really isn't worth it to save the money. And a lot of the comments said that. It was like, hey, like, you know, you're dealing with a lot of problems buying electronics online. You don't know if it's going to work. You take it home and it's, something's wrong with it buying brand new comes with the warranty comes with the guarantee like you you yeah you're paying more it's also not worth the headache of dealing with scams right like nobody wants to be scammed and so is it worth it to buy brand new and avoid that problem right and if you do if you didn't want it you know you could always return it you know you always have that there's also places that have good deals Shoppers Drug Mart does like you know this crazy you know 20x points thing that they do that you can redeem like there's other things out there that you can do. Um, you know, don't let the scarcity cloud your judgment. This is something that I wrote in the post, and I'm just kind of reading off of it. Um, you know, another thing is really to sit on a decision, right? Seek the advice of a trusted person before jumping on a deal. My lack of presence made it so that I jumped on it, and I, I should have just asked my wife and said, hey, like they want a half deposit. I'm pretty sure if I said that to her, she would say, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not a good idea. Every single per person I've told this story to are like, yeah, you shouldn't have given half. That's definitely too much. Like, you should not have done that. Um, that's a lesson I learn now. That's a lesson I learn. And even I know, I know that was ridiculous. I don't know why I did it. And I don't know why how I got into the position to do that. Um, but sit on it right? Think about it. You know, like a, a big purchase, they say sleep on it, sleep on the decision, right? Gives you clarity of mind, you know, wait, don't, don't feed into this time limited thing. Don't, don't feed into the scarcity of it. 
there's no urgency, right? Like we still have seven days until Christmas. Like there's no, there's no rush. Can you get it afterwards? Absolutely. Can you wait for Boxing Day sales? Absolutely. Can you, you know, figure out something else? Totally. There's no rush to do any of these. And these are, these are all material things too. They will pass away one day. It will break and disappear. A new one will replace it. A more updated version with better features is going to replace it. It doesn't, this momentary joy that my son is going to experience from getting this is pales in comparison. But I walked away with so much and I learned so much and I restored my hope in humanity, I guess you could say, and also showed how loving and, and caring a God we have. He knew what was going to happen and he anticipated what was going to happen and he had a community that was going to surround us in this moment. And now all we can think about is just blessing others. It's just like, man, felt so blessed, so incredibly blessed. And um, and so that's kind of what I wanted to share today. Don't get scammed. Don't get scammed like me. Don't be a dummy like me. And uh, be patient. Wait. Wait upon timing. If it's yours, it's if it's meant to be yours, it'll be yours, as my mom always likes to say. And... Um, that's really all I wanted to share today. Um, I wanted I, another thing I wanted to just just say briefly say is and, and as, as I'm announcing it here is that I'm I'm going to do it this holiday season. I want to sit down and have a conversation with my my dad, and I've and I've talked about this for a while. He's back now, and I'm going to be in the discussion of talking about doing a podcast episode together to learn about what he went through um, growing up, what was fatherhood like for him. And to learn from him, put down on on the airwaves what it was like growing up in China, his journey through fatherhood, lessons that he's learned. Um, and it's going to be the series and makes a basis of 2024. I'm looking to have more guests on the podcast, but not just guests on the podcast. I want to have my noble fathers with their dads on the podcast to for me to hold space for them to take up the stories about life, about fatherhood. You know, there's so much to it that, you know, we can unravel a memory and it would bless the father. It would bless my noble fathers. It would bless other people online. And it'll be like a time capsule for their children one day when they become fathers this is going to be on the airwaves and my son will be able to listen to it my son's son will be like my daughter's kids will be able to listen my daughter will be able to listen to it it'll bless so many people and that knowledge will serve so many people and so that's kind of the dream that i have for 2024 which is why it's going to be an epic year and i'm looking to do less of these monologues and do more of these in-depth conversations um that is the dream that is what i want um, for the podcast moving forward. And so stay tuned for that. Um, again, if you're on YouTube, you can view our, you can watch these episodes now on video form. They're, um, still on Spotify, Apple podcasts. If you're able to please go to Apple podcasts and do a review and rate this podcast helps me get before a bigger audience, um, share this podcast with other people, you know, so that they don't, they can avoid getting scammed as well. Um, and also, this is all I do for work. And so if you're able to head on over to the Patreon um, and subscribe, uh, I post podcasts there as well um, on Wednesdays. 
And this is just everything I do for, for fathers. This is all I do for work. And, and I really hope that it blesses you and that it finds your way to you. Um, and any feedback you have, please reach out to me. I'm not some guy on a pedestal. I'm not up somewhere like I'm, I'm just a regular old dad trying to do my best, uh, being noble in a, in a very unnoble world. Um, and so uh, thank you. Um, happy holidays. Uh, actually next month, next week is going to be the podcast release. And so, um, may or may not do an episode. Uh, I'm going to figure out what that's going to look like. Um, but if I don't have a Merry Christmas, don't forget the reason for the season. Um, the greatest gift of all time, humanity, um, Jesus was that gift, um, to pave a way for a relationship with God. Um, after the sin that we'd committed, Jesus is that bridge. He is the reason for the season. And if you have any questions about that, you can definitely reach out to me also. Um, hope this episode blesses you and, uh, thank you for finding your, your way here. And, uh, until next time, bye for now. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community. Um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Mm-hmm.